live. Mm. Live. Live. <laughs> oh, did you just hit puberty? <laughs> From the ESG Ivory Tower. Ooh. That's why it's so warm in here today. It's a musky Monday edition of Business Pants. Joined as oh. always by our Lord of the BS, Matt Muscardi. Is it really musky today? Do we have to do a bit musk? musky? A bit musky. I'm uh, still here. And today's ESG dipped ooze called February 6th, 2023. Sexy story updates and sleazy advertising in the form of pedestrian data analysis. <laughs> pedestrian? How dare you? Well, we'll see. <laughs> this is high class data analysis. I've been told that Matt is essentially booting the nerd alert, the, acad the academic paper story. So you're getting rid of it. No, I'm just not doing it today. Oh, okay. You're just gonna you're gonna use today's segment to shill our product. Somebody's got to shill our product. Hey, I'm with it. I'm I'm letting so it. So let's do let's it. it. Let's happen. make it happen. All right. Are you ready? I, th That's I don't want to spend. Yeah, give me any, a transition. No, here's your transition. Because oh. this is my favorite transition. Yeah, this is all right, it. Here we go. All the story updates. All the, the all the stories we've been covering, I'm going to update you now. It, it's mostly to irritate Matt. Here we go. Let's start with Elon Musk. Oh, already irritated. We're winning. Look, we try to avoid this topic, but he is still the CEO of 17 publicly traded companies. So we, <laughs> we do, as a company that, that covers the people... In the world of business, we kind of we have to once in a while, Matt. Ugh. Says you. Uh, first of all, Tesla CEO. This is the Tesla CEO. Tesla CEO Elon Musk. <laughs> actually, it's true, right? This is the only time where that adjective, that modifier, actually matters, right? Yeah, it's, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, good point. Tesla CEO Elon Musk was found not liable in a shareholder class action suit stemming from. Uh, <laughs> The 420 tweets back in 2018. Now, he's not liable. I saw this. Yeah. But is that simply because afterwards it took so long to go to trial that the price of Tesla went up and up and up and it was really hard to argue that you weren't making money as a Tesla investor? Money. You're probably accurate about that. Uh, I mean, right? it doesn't. It doesn't it, feel like you would have, you would have needed the you would have needed the share price to fall for this case to really have impact. I mean, it did like right after. So he sends out the tweet, right funding secured, the the price spikes, and then it comes out that the, that was all like false or whatever, and then the price drops. So if you were an investor who saw funding secured, then you went out and bought, right. then the price dropped, then you'd be like pissed. Except if you held it for like twenty more minutes you would have made a lot of money. And remember, so. this is a trial by jury, so really just convinced, convincing nine schmoes. Yeah, I know. Every, t every time you put schmoes together and ask them to judge Elon Musk, the answer is... Uh, also, Tesla CEO Elon Musk uh, is being investigated by the SEC for the Tesla self-driving claims. We talked about this briefly. Ooh. Uh, That's nice. To remind the audience, a senior engineer on the Tesla team working on its autopilot software revealed that a video the company released in 2016 purporting to show a Tesla vehicle driving itself was in fact staged. And then Bloomberg <laughs> later revealed that the video was overseen and directed by Elon Musk. Oof, yeah. Now, this, this seems like a no-brainer case of fraud, but remember... Trevor Milton of I'm already forgetting. Yeah, uh, of Nikola. Nikola, Nikola he was, was convicted, convicted of fraud. Yeah, he was convicted for similarly misleading investors. 
I think we both know that Elon somehow will get out of this one, but this this smells really like a very tasty uh, fraud dip. I mean, this isn't fraud on the Theranos level fraud. I didn't say that. Well, I'm just I saying. I said on the level of Trevor Milton from Nikola. Yeah, but yeah. but this this does feel like a little slam dunky. Although it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> he does seem to figure his way out yeah. of these things. The senior engineer working on the autopilot software revealed that the test was staged. Staged. Yeah. <laughs> that's that seems slam dunky. <laughs> that's to me. that's I'm good evidence. Saying. That's pretty good evidence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Finally, uh, this is the Twitter. CEO, the Tesla CEO, and the SpaceX CEO, Elon Musk. Oh, this is, wow. All three at once? I don't know how to deal uh, with this. He, he confided to the world that he's working too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. The estimate is that he's probably working 120 hours per week. My wife did that. Stop uh, whining. And he said baby. that he wouldn't wish that pain on anyone. Uh, he said this on, on Twitter, of course, and he said that he's worried about himself. And he sent out a frowning face emoji. I, I, you know, here's the takeaway. One of these companies, shareholders and or board should relieve him of his duties. That's the takeaway uh, yeah, It would for be me. easy. No, here, here's the other this is takeaway. Because Vivek, I know you're listening, excellence, all that. This has got to be a breach of some level of duty and care. No? Look, I'm going to go way Has out to on be. a limb here. Has I'm going to be, I'm going to go, go way out and go. say, did you have to buy another company to be the CEO of? Could you have just not bought that company? Actually, here's the worst news that I'm not reporting on. Uh, he claims, Mr. Musk claims that he has now saved Twitter from bankruptcy. And think of, I mean, how much does that suck? <laughs> but how much does that suck if he really did save that horrible company? Like, I, I no. just, I hate that. No, that's yeah. not the problem. The problem, the problem is to me. he Cesspool almost made it bankrupt. Of negativity. And then saved it from the bankruptcy that he almost made. That might be true. That, He's tired, Matt. Give him a break. He's it's sleepy. It's literally like saying, I shot a hole in the bottom of this boat, but I saved us all by plugging the hole. Like, what, what, what kind of... So Logic do you think, is that. Do you think because he's overworked, he needed to stage that self-driving over there at Tesla because he couldn't he couldn't figure out how to make it work, so they maybe, just staged it? <laughs> maybe he staged the vegetable dryer that he sold on uh, uh, at auction. All right, nobody knows what you're talking about. Moving on, <laughs> maybe you can help me out with this one. This is what we rely on you for. You are the ivory tower of free float. Wow, that's yeah. it's a really low tower. Here's the headline. The unemployment rate is at its lowest since 1969. There was a big jobs report on Friday. Here's the headline that I'm struggling with, and I know you're going to put it in a nutshell for me. U.S. stocks fall after blockbuster January jobs report suggests more hawkish Fed moves ahead. Can you interpret that? Does our yeah, audience just, care about that? Help no, they out. don't. Oh. But, but all, all that is is that they're... The investors are worried that in interest rates will go up because the job market is still too hot. What does that mean, too hot? Meaning there's still so many open positions and companies are still hiring at a really pretty strong pace. That this is bad. That this, is, this could push inflation up because you're paying these employees more. You want to fill the positions. Yeah, it's like... It's just, it keeps the cycle going. Yeah. So then the Fed raises interest rates, which slows everybody's hiring because mm -hmm. everyone says like, oh, maybe we shouldn't hire. Every, the cost of everything is expensive. Did you know that most companies, large cap companies, they don't actually, like 
unlike us who when we pay payroll, mm -hmm. we have to have like the money to pay for the sure. payroll. Yeah. Large companies go overnight and borrow the money. Ooh, I like this. They, they, they often go out into the overnight market yeah. and they take like a portion, like some like one, two, three day loans. It's like hmm. payday loans for corporations. Really? Can we get involved with this? We cannot um, because no one cares about us. Oh, all right. Speaking of which, let's move on. Don't laugh at us. <laughs> let's Audience. go to our CEO's rule category. I have some fun CEO headlines. Oh, I like CEOs. All follow-ups to previous stories we've covered before. The first one's got to be the best. South Africa's energy giant Eskom has published a job advert for a new CEO. Okay. Eskom's current CEO was poisoned with cyanide. <laughs> Real hard to fill that in position. December after submitting his resignation. The role was, he described the role uh, as impossible and the worst job in global energy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's really. This is quite a story. That yeah. is, I love. I, can you imagine being the team that had to craft the description for that? Now that's My, yeah, that's succession planning at its best. Forget about Disney. <laughs> this is the real succession plan. When you have to go on Monster.com to find your CEO. What about Bob Chapek? <laughs> He's available. He is available. Do you think he'd move to South Africa? And I don't think cyanide doesn't doesn't affect the the follically challenge, does it? Cyanide? Uh, that um, I'm pretty sure that that's oh. racist and or sexist. Uh, no, it's uh, according to the British, it's sexist. It's sexist. It's yeah. sexual yeah. harassment. To call men did. bald. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next story, nearly 2,000 CEOs recently polled by uh, con accounting consulting firm PricewaterhouseCoopers. Okay, this is 2,000 CEOs, Matt. Say their company won't be economically viable within the next decade. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> without changing its current path. 2,000 CEOs, that's 40% of the CEOs server, surveyed by PwC are saying that they're company won't be economically viable how do, how are they still how do they still have a job were they but wait was yeah. this like joe's garage ceo like it, what who is this like is this the large cap companies is it what is this what's it's an the cohort it's an excellent question do you, want me to, do you want me to put that in next week's update that information i don't <laughs> yeah, have that i wanted right you now. to read it for this week's update does we'll price waterhouse cooper's really survey joe's garage aren't they a little uh, bit I more highfalutin than that well look if the headline is 2000 ceos say that their companies won't be viable mm -hmm. they just they got to find 2000 ceos somewhere there's only 8000 publicly traded companies that are worth even talking about so this is from their global ceo survey won't be viable won't yeah. be viable. I'm, wow. I'm quickly checking. I can't Should they see. get zero pay if they can't make their companies viable? And this is, they didn't uh, say, they didn't say by 2050. This isn't even a net zero In the pledge. next decade. Yeah. They said in the next decade. I think once you admit that, you're automatically. You should be Seat fired. eject. Yeah. yeah. CEO <laughs> seat eject. Well, you're done. At least, at least spin something. At least say that we're working on. The, the viability over the Say next decade. anything. I yeah. mean, like, that's, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, Adani. Adani, the Indian company targeted by Hindenburg Research. That's, that's you know, exploding, imploding. That's, yeah. They're having a hard time of it because apparently someone investigated them <laughs> in any someone's way, paying attention. <laughs> Again, this is a, 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 a empire, a family empire of companies in India run by a single man, essentially. Yeah, one guy. 
Yeah. Okay. It's it's Mark Zuckerberg esque, right? It's, it's he controls he controls the voting power and the board and everything. He controls everything. He's like if Elon Musk was Mark Zuckerberg. That's what it was. Ooh, I like he's this. got I like, like this nineteen companies that he's the CEO or co CEO or See, I told the you board. these stories were sexy. Yeah. No, they're not. Uh, so it turns out there's a there's a headline out today. Adani had a handful of auditors as young as 23 years old signing off on companies worth $100 billion. Matt, the industrial giant used a company called Shah Dondaria, which had 11 employees to audit companies <laughs> worth $100 billion. This is... Right? This is what happens when you let these fake public companies exist. Look, but what I love about all of the Adani stuff that's happening yeah. mm -hmm. is the research done. See, this is why you should buy board saber metrics. The yeah. research done uh -huh. to bring down a massive, the, one of the richest people in the entire world, a massive conglomerate of, 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 of companies was done by a, like a guy yeah. who all he did was do things like look up who works at the auditing firm. That was all it took. And I now think, everyone's like, wait a minute. That that's who works there? I'm gonna translate Matt's coded message to the New York Stock Exchange and Nasdaq. Delist all these fake public companies. Yeah. Where they one all should man delisted. Yeah. Where one man controls everything. Just delist them. Get it over with. It's it's a it's a clean sweep. Yeah, just clean sweep. <laughs> all right. Uh, up next uh, another CEO story, Stephanie McMahon. Remember who Stephanie McMahon is? Yeah. She's the daughter of Vince McMahon over at WWE. She resigned as WWE co-CEO. Whoa. Because she doesn't need the money and was due to be demoted by the return of her what? daddy. <laughs> what? Was that the official press release? Yeah. And, and it says, uh, by, she, so she was demoted by the return of her daddy, Vince, who appointed himself back to the board following alleged misconduct investigation. Again, yeah. this is another example of a company. Just to list it. This just, is just nonsense. Bananas. But think it, listen to what I just said. It's just absolute nonsense. Yeah. I, can you imagine being an investor in this company? Like somewhere, BlackRock probably owns 7% of this company because they own 7% of everything. And here is what just happened. Uh, the co-CEO's dad appointed himself back to the board and the co-CEO decided to step down because she doesn't need the money <laughs> yeah. anymore. What is going on? This is a company you're allowing to list its shares on an on a open exchange. This right? is, on a listing this exchange. Is, That's ridiculous. Let's just, let's just be <laughs> real it. about what pro-excellence is. This yeah. is not that. No. Uh, let's go to our dystopia category. A few more stories, a few more updates here. Chat GPT. We can't really avoid it. <sighs> Chat. The headline is Chat GPT could be used by quote bad actors. Oh really? Oh yeah. And I don't think Whoa. they're. I don't think they're talking about some of that crap on Hulu and Amazon Prime. I wow. Uh, it, so it could be used by bad actors and should be regulated. like not Andy Dick is what you're no. saying. And should be regulated. And this is according to OpenAI's chief technology officer. So OpenAI is the company that puts out ChatGPT. Uh, and let me tell you, Matt, OpenAI's chief technology officer is a woman. Wow. I mean, that's oh, pretty that's rare. Rude. In the tech world, that's, that's does, rude it the audience. does it it's exist? Does it exist? Rude. So, but this is what their own CTO is saying that it could be used for by bad actors. But here's the thing. Yeah. All of that feels like the same cloud cover we we get 
when from, from Facebook, like, right? When Facebook says everything should be regulated, please regulate us, please, please regulate us, because you know, like you know, anything could happen, and we can't be mm-hmm. held responsible for the things that we fault. built. So it's not, not our, our fault that we destroyed the world. You didn't regulate us. It, it, that's the same cloud cover, isn't it? They know they're not going to get regulated in the next decade. Well, let's not forget last week reported that OpenAI founder and CEO Sam Altman said that the worst case scenario for all this was lights out for mankind. Yeah, for man, for, for humanity. Right. humanity. Humanity is lights done. Lights out. <laughs> lights out. Yeah. Good. Uh, speaking of Sam Altman, he also said that he's, he's he can imagine ways that ch- chat GPT breaks capitalism i'm not sure what that means well here's what he said he says and then he went on to say i think capitalism is awesome i love capitalism but he still hopes we find a a better a way better one is it is that like (laughs) you're talking about like your husband or your wife and you're like i really love them i love my wife they're awesome but i think but i think she could be better but if i i could upgrade to be honest i would (laughs) Yeah, that's a what weird the hell way is wrong with that. this guy? What's happening? I don't know. I what's love happening. The thing I created will break humanity. Should be regulated. I love the thing that would regulate it, but I could upgrade that too. Like uh, what? <laughs> he went on to say that no single company should own artificial intelligence, right, and hoard its benefits. And added that he is doing everything he can for open AI to avoid becoming that. Doesn't that sound creepy to you? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Turn it off. Like that it's it, that he is he's being like he's gonna be compelled to take over the world with it. He's gonna try to resist the power the well, power like, beam, it's sucking him in. I don't I know, it feels more like he he like built this thing and then he's gonna like go corral it somehow. Like I, can't you just unplug it? Like it's not you a could. sentient being, right? Shoot like it, shoot it with one of Dick Cheney's guns. Uh and wow, then throwback reference. Yeah, throwback. Yeah, I don't know else who I, I was trying to think when I was saying that sentence in the middle. I was like, I don't really know who else who owns guns other than everyone in America. But I yeah, couldn't America. think of a name. Yeah. I think America has them. <laughs> uh, and then he said, we've tried to design a structure that is, as far as I know, unlike any other corporate structure out there. But here's the problem. I I, I don't I couldn't find out their corporate structure. Their website is is kind of strangely opaque. Well, I th- I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the corporate structure is chat GPT tells them what to right. do and say, isn't it? So I was a little surprised by this. He's like, he's trying to, he's, he's making it sound like he's, all is the right real? things are happening. Is he a real person or he's also an AI? Well, we know we dropped out of Stanford. That doesn't make him any realer. No, the, ch- the chat bot would actually figure that out. Speaking of Stanford and dropouts and all that stuff, uh, the, the next story in this line, it turns out that Google, that's alphabet for for you professionals. Okay. Google will unveil veil its chat GPT clone on February 8th. That's two days away. What? Yeah. We only have two days to prepare for the end of mankind. And he, the, the Google said the, the event will revolve around using the power of AI to reimagine how people search for, explore and interact with information making it more natural and intuitive than ever before to find what you need. So it's it's happening, Matt. All the good stuff is happening. I, All the fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, I got a, I got a few more. Let's go to our wars oh God, category. This is, this is the longest update I've ever had. In Let's my go to life. our wars category. Hey, this you know news, just news. People need to know their news. Let's go to the wars category. Uh, I don't have much to say about this one. U.S. takes down Chinese spy balloon over Atlantic Ocean. I don't really have anything to say about that. Ah, uh, that's the big story of the weekend. Yeah, it was the big story of the weekend. And like conservative media in this company or in this country really, really, really likes this story. Like it feels like really compelling to them. Well, China was the old woke, right? China was like the original woke war. I don't know what they are, but I don't know what they are either. I I mean, like unless they they were really concerned about human rights in China recently. And I, I like this could only be better for like Tucker Carlson if there were Uyghurs in the the balloon. Like yeah, but the, now then they, their brains would explode. But now Tucker's more worried about black studies minors at Oberlin College. Yeah, I mean, you are literally his enemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, oh, Activision Blizzard. Oh, agreed to pay a settlement worth thirty-five million dollars after the SEC accused the the video game developer of failing to properly address complaints of workplace misconduct and also violating whistleblower laws. Um, Bobby Kotick made $30 million in 2019. Mm-hmm. The, then they had to pay 35 million with, to the sec for violating whistleblower laws and properly addressing complaints of workplace misconduct. The workplace misconduct that they did not properly mm-hmm. address includes a Cosby suite where they hoped yeah. to drug female employees and get laid. I'm not sure that $35 million is much of a penalty. Is this good news, Matt? Activision is not admitting nor denying the SEC's findings. So oh, they, thank this God. This is like Schrodinger's cat, right? It's like, is it alive? Is it dead? <laughs> did it bounce? Did it, did it sink? All right. That's, uh, that's, I'm done. I'm going to hand it off to you. I'm done. All right. That's, that's good because I'm done bag. with that. I feel terrible now. Um, I'm exhausted. What do, you got? what do you have? What do I have? Here's what I have. Oh, that's um, it? Okay. It's time for an installment of something I'm calling BS questions from our rabbit What's listeners. BS? What's BS? BS is Board Saber Metrics. Ooh, that sounds interesting. They also might be bullshit, but it's Board Saber oh. Metrics. No, that's, um, not, that's not bullshit. Stop it. Today's question is from Lynn in North Carolina. Okay. And she wrote this, quote, uh-huh. I saw a headline this morning about neo-Nazis attacking power substations in my state. Mm-hmm. Who should I blame for not putting up a sign that says neo-Nazis keep out on the fences surrounding our power grid? Okay, that's a pretty good question, I guess. So I found the story she was talking about because mm-hmm. she did not add the link. Um, yeah. And Lynn, it's an excellent question. It's out of Business Insider. The headline was, Attacks on power grids plunge thousands of Americans into darkness as authorities worry neo-Nazis are targeting critical infrastructure. Well, Matt, to be clear, this this was the main headline. Of this was this the morning. headline. When it we didn't take me long to find this it. Was, I'm not just this saying. is the number one clickbaity thing that Business Center is rolling with today. Yeah, um, It didn't take me long to find it. But mm-hmm. here's your BS answer, Lynn, from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Duke Energy Ooh. is the company that you can blame for not putting All up right. the no neo-Nazi sign. Now I'm listening. All right. Here's what BS says. This is what the mm-hmm. data says. Board Saber Metrics. Number one. Yeah. The board is young enough to know what electricity is. I don't know what that They means. should know what's uh-huh. going on. The Duke's board influence weighted age 
is in line with the U.S. average age. If they're 63 years old at Duke, 62 years old for the U.S. average. You mean Basically, U.S. average on boards? On boards, right? Yeah, okay, I, I thought so you they're, meant average they're old. Age. Yeah. They're old, but they're not like decrepit zombies. It's not the Southwest board, for instance. Okay, so 63 is now the new young, the new 63 old? 63 is the, the new, new 47. New 20? Yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. Um, number two, they are not male and stale. Oh, well, we, I mean, I know that the CEO is a woman. CEO is a woman. Yeah. And in fact, the five women on the 14-person board actually own over 50% of the influence. Okay, this is rare. This is a rare occurrence when yeah. the women on the board own the majority of the influence. This is largely driven by Lynn Good, the CEO and chair. Okay, CEO but and chair. Yeah, she's okay. CEO and chair, but it's still rare that it happens um, at all. And it turns out the longest tenured directors are Lynn Good herself and mm -hmm. Mary McKee, who have both been there around 10 years. But most of the directors have been there three, four, five years. Singer-songwriter Maria McKee? Uh, yes. Okay. No, no not <laughs> okay. at all. All right. Number three. Mm -hmm. And this is where the problems crop up. Uh-oh. They are very distracted. They're too distracted to do their day job. So if you're hoping for someone on the board to... Like mm -hmm. look up and say, why don't we have a sign that says no neo Nazis or I'm Nazis all for that sign. Out? By the way, can we just have no neo Nazis in general as a sign? I, I mean, I feel like that sign. There's a lot of signs. It used that to be I implied out. in this country, but after Trump, it's not so I, much. I feel like now is the time to put it out. But yeah. ten of the fourteen directors are sitting on more than one board, including the CEO who's on three boards. And that's unusual too, right? Yeah, uh, you don't see a lot of CEOs on that many boards. Yeah, she's been on a, a bunch of boards. And, are, um, and is this part of uh, is this part are the other women the five women on the board are they the ones they who are, are a are, lot of the overboarding so yeah. this but, aligns with the theory that that women are the same women are being used to fill multiple board roles yeah recycled women Re recycled yeah. women okay yeah um number four mm -hmm. there's no one there to rock the boat so not only are they not really paying attention to their day jobs because okay. they're too busy yeah. but even if they were no one in that room is likely to turn up turn around and say hey guys should we put up the neo-nazi yeah, sign yeah. because it turns out that nine of the 14 members of this board are connected to one another. Oh. The worst of which is Lynn Good herself, who's connected to eight other board members oh. through friends and friends of friends. That's, yeah. Well, that, right? well, they're there to act, the board is there to act as a counterbalance to Lynn. So that 80 means 80 percent of the board mean? influence. Let me think of the math here. What does that mean exactly? 80 percent of the board influence are people who are connected with one another. That's that's I'm trying, I'm trying to figure this out in my head. Yeah. How no, there's work. no math. You can't do math for this. Hmm. And finally, um, and maybe most egregiously, the board committee that oversees the no Nazi signage is weak and lame. And that they board a, they committee have a committee. OK. Yeah. yeah, they have a committee for this. It's uh -huh. the Operations and Nuclear Oversight Committee. Ooh, that sounds pretty professional. It doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like they'd be able to come sure. up with a Sharpie sign that says no yeah. Nazis here. Five members on that committee, they have a combined 19% influence on oh, the so board. Nobody cares about No these. one cares about what they have to say. Yeah. They show up to work and they're like, shut up. No That's one cares. That's like uh, first day of, of school at college, signing up for classes, and you're the idiot who, who overslept. You slept through your alarm and you ended up getting like gym and, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like all the leftover you, committee You got the leftover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all nuclear experts, which is great, but it's okay. really bad for, you know, 
deterring Nazis. In fact, Webster Dunbar, who's on this committee, is on five boards concurrently. Five so, boards? Five. Is yeah. it rude for me to say that uh, Webster Dunbar sounds like a nuclear expert? Is that rude of me? It, it is. Yeah, okay. that's racist and rude. Um, so here's what BS recommends. Mm-hmm. Vote out John Heron, who's okay. the chair of the Operations and Nuclear Oversight Committee, yeah. and replace him with a black woman uh-huh. who has security and tech or hacker background See now, or experience. Now you're speaking my language. In fact, we found her. Her name is Shelly Archambault. She's a board member at the security firm Okta. She's a mm-hmm. tech exec. She's usually the smartest person in the room. And she didn't go to Stanford. That's right. Actually, I got to tell you. As silly as this all sounds, Matt, this is actually very important and sage advice. Yeah, I know. It's the sagest thing I've ever said in my life. Duke Energy, I know you're listening. Really, slow down a little bit and think about what we're talking about here. I mean, look, overall... And if you want to hire us to consult with this board refreshment, we are available. We're around. We're just not... We're not coming to North Carolina, that's all. But (laughs) but we're available. (laughs) Not without the signs up, at least. That's all we got. That's Damien Rollis. I'm Matt Muscardi. That was BS, a minute in BS, and Damien's long 25 minutes of BS. How dare you? you? We're going to be back tomorrow with Corporate Theater Players, and on Wednesday with Woke Wednesday, and Thursday with the game, and there's all sorts of stuff. Get at us until then. Goodbye.